Welcome to the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Ryan, the Commish, and Andy, the Waz. We're going to break it down. We're going to get into everyone's quest for the Duchess and everyone's fear of the Casper. So let's get into it and let's get it kicking. Hey, 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 take it easy, man. I'm the Commish. And I'm the Waz. And uh, this is episode 25, uh, quarter century of the Houghton Connection Fantasy Football Podcast. And uh, after some talking and communicating amongst us, we decided we're going we're gonna to spice things up a little bit with the podcast and break the previous week review and the future week preview into two separate episodes. So we're going to target a Tuesday morning release for the... Uh, weekly recap and a Friday morning release for the weekly preview. Um, I guess let us know in the group chat if you like that idea, if you think it's stupid, if you'd rather have us combine it back into one. I'm sure some weeks we will just based on how busy we are. Um, But as they kind of started getting longer and there's other stuff we wanted to do in them as well, we thought it might be interesting to uh, break them up, and then we can spend one episode really diving into the previous week and talk a little bit about Dynasty and uh, really get into the matchups more, and then we can do another episode really previewing the uh, upcoming week and getting into those matchups more as well, and what we're going to require from you guys is um, more questions and more trash talk, whether you want us to read it. Or if you want to call in and, uh, you know, either talk trash about the week that just happened or talk trash about what's upcoming, uh, that'd be awesome. So I can probably take those calls whenever I'm free. I can pre-record them and just play them on the podcast. You don't have to necessarily call in when we're recording. So if there's something you want to say, you have no excuse to not say it. I'm just pretty excited because this means more chances for me to escape from work and come and talk about fantasy football some more. So it's very exciting. Yeah. So uh, let's get into the episode. Like I said, episode 25. First thing up is the Alex transaction count ATC. Where are we at? We are at the same. There were no transactions last weekend. None. We are at three. It is early in the season. so. I wonder if that contributed to his downfall this week. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's a little uh, little preview of what's to come. Um, so also, we are recording this on September 9th at about 8.50 p.m., which means the first game of Monday Night Football is currently at halftime. And uh, there's some some games on the line tonight. So where are we at? 13 yards, ladies and gentlemen. 13 yards. A healthy Super Camario. That gets 13 yards and does nothing else the rest of the game. Breaks the streak for, for the young Waz uh, in week one versus Ryan. In a, in a game that we'll really break down later, um, that's where we stand as of right now. I think from here through the rest of the podcast, we're just going to assume that you get 13 yards and you win. I like that assumption. All right. I just hope it comes true. I'm not um, going to you know break the eggs before they hatch here. Yeah, I'm willing to I'm willing to break the eggs. So, Benson needs a guy named Darren Waller to outscore a guy named Jalen Richard. And so since those names are a little new and you know probably not super known, just kidding. This is a super uh 
serious, committed league. We all know who both those are. But Darren Waller, tight end. Jalen Richard, running back. Benson needs his tight end to outscore the backup running back to double Sam's points. Yeah, we just wanted to throw that in there just to accentuate the ass whooping that occurred this weekend. Yeah, so uh, Sam, there might be a little thing in here later for you. Who knows? Um, there, uh, the only there are other players going in the other two matchups, but the only one that has some substance left is uh, is Nick versus Glass in Week the One, Battle of the Knicks, Battle of the Knicks, and uh, Nick uh, has Josh Jacobs. He's got DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas, mm, Michael Thomas, and he is up against Glass, who's who got has Drew, Drew Brizzle, Jared Cook, and a three point lead. This is so on, recorded at halftime. On left, you have Nick Kremko with Josh Jacobs, running back. DeAndre Hopkins already has a touchdown. Michael Thomas, who I don't think is a touchdown, but he's doing pretty well. He's got 90 yards. And on the other hand, you have Nick Glass, who has Drew Brees, a tight end, and a three-point lead. I My needle points to Kremko. If, if I was Glass, my PFI... Would be up, turds up the in anal the stomach. Right now. Yeah, turds back up in the stomach. It's worked its way up there. That that butthole's puckered so hard that it's just, can you know, gone you can, reverse. You can see it coming. You can. All right, let's get into a segment we all know and love. Who was a stud? Who was a dud? And who was an ah man? Could have. All right, I'll, I'll pick up the uh, the stud here first. Benson, got to talk about Benson this week. Put up the league high. Honestly, we could have chosen your entire team, man. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stick one on Dak Prescott here. Uh, probably a league winner across all of fantasy football uh, this week. But not that you needed it. Um, but it just I I guess for me it really makes me wonder if if you drove a little farther south this this weekend to kind of push those contract negotiations for Dak a little bit you know maybe uh, give him a little a little head start make him feel good talk him up for your fantasy team and uh, man it really uh, really showed through here here's the thing the Cowboys with that new offensive coordinator they look good they look real good unfortunately there was there there was a player that that looked just okay and I was totally all right with that yeah well he was only on the field for part of the game i think you know training in cabo versus you know getting conditioned for the nfl is a little bit different so i expect him to pop back in the next couple weeks all right ryan i'm gonna let you take your pick here on the dud um you can either choose a Jameis winston or b devonta freeman go uh option c both option d the uh, philadelphia eagles defense option e the rest of my team I mean, you you didn't have horror. You didn't have weak losing performances from the rest of your team. Honestly, you know, it's it's it's. I don't think it's as bad as they make it out to be. But yeah, those two dudes and the Philadelphia defense just really stunk it up for you. And yep. I think that's where the the train came off the track this week. Yeah, but also fuck Jameis Winston. Standing on a corner, Jameis Winston. All right, Florida. The cut off, Sam. Cut off. Yep. So, uh, you know. Glass, uh, you're in a dogfight here, and you really didn't need to be because, like, I, I just don't understand how you didn't bench Devontae Adams for Sammy Watkins. Like, the Lizard King. Like, seriously. Like, Devontae Adams had just – he's a loser of a wide receiver. Sammy Watkins been a weak-winning 
wide receiver ever since he's been in the league. I don't know why you didn't choose to start him, but you know what? We'll we'll let you learn things. You know, kind of wade through the waters a bit. It's just your first first year. Uh, but but no, seriously, I, I don't think anybody would have started. Maybe flexed him. I don't know, but not really. Um, I guess the the real the real could have in my book is Tim Brady, motherfuckers. Shout out, Kyle. Um, because that 25 uh, points at QB could have uh, really gone a long way. I don't know if it would have, you know, we'll see if it would have, you know, actually won you the week this week, but uh, I bet you it'll score more than Drew Brees does. All right. Should we start talking about uh, the in-depth review of all of our matchups? Let's bring it. Where do you want to start? I want to start with Andy versus Ryan because, ladies and gentlemen, the curse is officially over. Yes, that's right. Alvin Kamara, Alvin Super Camario, just caught a pass and ran 41 yards up the field, giving Andrew Warson 76.9 points to Ryan Warson 74. Yes, the streak is over. The curse is lifted. This is five years in the making. The people have longed for it. They've willed for it. They've wept over it. And now we get to celebrate, ladies and gentlemen. Andy Warson is is one and zero after week one. I just want to point out you're like bragging about scoring seventy six points. Nope, nobody's bragging about the seventy six. I'm just bragging that seventy six is higher than seventy four. That and math checks that, out. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the key. Now there are a couple of things I want to highlight here. Uh, this I've waited a very long time for this. Um, five years uh to, to be exact now there are things that people have waited longer for uh, andy namely, to lose his virginity uh that's one uh the lions to win a playoff game that's another um uh, alex to propose to when that's oh that's a good one i'm sure he'll enjoy that uh nick to make money on tvix little uh little insider trading joke there the baby bird to grow some facial hair and leave the nest <sighs> maybe one of these days pat maybe one of these years you'll actually quit the rock house Sam, we're all waiting for you to get back together with Peyton. Benson, you should probably be done with school at some point, bro. And Kyle, you should draft somebody that's not on the Patriots. And then finally, last but not least, we've waited over five years for Ryan to start a workout plan. It still hasn't happened. Uh, diet starts tomorrow. Diet starts tomorrow. All right, that's uh, that that's I guess all I all I had to say here. It was a it was a really shitty performance on both our parts. We completely pooped the pooper bed. All right, so Sam versus Benson. Sam, you've had two notes in a row for a reason. We all knew that your team was trash, but uh, I didn't expect it to be as bad as it really is. I mean, it's it. All of you may have uh, checked into the. I'm assuming NFL Week One. It was literally the Ravens versus the Dolphins out here. I'm pretty sure. Uh, much like the Dolphins, half of Sam's team just requested to be traded after this week. That's true, yeah. Um, Benson, I, I just I feel like you didn't have to do it exactly like that. I mean, Sam's a little bit precious. I mean, you gave it to him harder than the Saints uh, took it from the refs last year. So let's just ease up as we go along throughout this year, everybody. You know, it's it's sad, but it's true. Sam does not have a good team. If you remember, we really highlighted last year what Sam's midseason form is. And uh, 
We've hit it in week one, baby. It is so beautiful. Sam, it's a good thing you're pretty. Moving on. Kyle versus Chirp, 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 the baby bird. Honestly, this was totally caught me off guard here. Like, completely. If you remember last week's podcast, I said I was talking up Kyle's team. And I also talked down Baby Bird's team. I said I didn't love Sony Michelle and the Patriots because of all the timeshare, committee, backfield. You never know who's going to get what. I said I didn't love Carrion Johnson because Detroit Lions. Here we are. Kyle looking like he's got himself a team put together there. Baby Bird, you felt the wrath of Elshon Jeffrey. I uh, feel the same burn. Uh, it never goes away. At least yours wasn't in the playoffs. Andy, what do you have to add? Well, I'm just... I, I, I believe that both of these teams will trickle back towards a mean. Um, I don't think Kyle is a 120-point guy every week. Um, although, you know, T.Y. has really always been known as a touchdown as a touchdown fellow. Um, just kidding. But uh, And Baby Bird, I don't think his team is going to perform that bad every week. I think he's got talent. I just think uh, every single one of his, t- his players, except for Deshaun Watson and Christian McCaffrey, just – Really hit a dud, so we'll just see which one trends back a little bit higher. But uh, Kyle, props to you, man. That's a that's a great way to start, um, and uh, yeah, it really creates some some angst in the uh, Christian Bell conference. So here's one thing about Kyle: um, he has somebody on his team, and this person on the team didn't necessarily have a big week, but I'm nervous that he won't have any big weeks this year, and I really want to hit this button. So because Kyle won by such a big margin. And he has this guy on his team. Let's do it. Grandma got run over by Todd Gurley. Now, like I said, Todd Gurley did not run anyone over. No, no, no. Um, But that's an awesome drop. If I'm Kyle, I'm a little bit nervous about that. But I feel like I wanted to hit the drop, so I did. Let's move on. Patrick Prouty versus the Little Frochlein. Yeah, last week's pod, I actually I took Pat in this one uh, because I, th- I thought his team had a little bit more upside than uh, the Chubby Ghost coming into, into this week, and turns out I was right, and it was in the way of Carson Wentz and Lev Bell. So uh, Philip Lindsay yet to play, kind of guaranteeing uh, Pat the, the victory here. He could crack 100, um, and that was kind of the goal that I, I, I put out there for him. So uh, props to you, Pat, um, on beating Alex. Yeah, so if you remember throughout um, the other five seasons, we really shit on Alex, and it's generally pretty easy, and uh, here we are. Week one, he loses to Pat, and uh, it's not a good look, and I'm excited to see see Alex also back to his regular ways. I would I would continue on, but he'll probably beat me this week. Maybe not. I don't know. Yet uh, to be determined. So when we podcast, we are not our teams. We are uh, we are observers. So feel free to shit on whoever you want, including yourself, including me, including anybody that did better than you, but is still bad. Like pretty much everybody else in the league, because I think everybody pretty much had higher points than both of us. But, you know, that's the way that uh, the cookie crumbles. I do love cookies. All right. The Battle of the Knicks. Nick Kremko versus Nick Glass. Yep, so, uh, you know, the game is back in session, so we'll live update right now. Uh, Glass is up by five points 
um, 99.5 to 94.4 with D-Hop on the field. So I got to be honest, I didn't see this one being as tight as it it was. Um, Glass, shout out to you. Uh, getting back to the Beamer Ball days of Virginia Tech, your t- two of your top scores, you know, your defense and your kicker, man. I mean, just you're grinding it out, grinding it out, trying to get that special teams in- involved there. So John Gruden would be you. proud. You're such a grinder. A little Gruden, a glass grinder. Gruden glass grinder. Also, um, I just thought of this, and I think uh, I think it'll get about nine votes. All, um, I'm going to start a petition, and I want everybody to sign it. Nick Glass has to change his team name to Jeep Creep 69. <laughs> I know Benson would sign that. I know mm. Sam would sign that. I'm sure the rest of you would sign that. Uh, it was majority. For those who don't know, it was his farmer's only uh, profile name for a while there. And uh, Christian Mingle profile name for a while there. And I think it should be his fantasy name as well. All in favor, say aye. Aye. And eight more eyes. The eyes have it. Glass. Nick Glass. Jeep creep sixty nine, love it, love it. I will one more side note on this on this matchup here. Um, Nick, thanks for uh, backing me up with uh, I you know I I increased your your team on the uh, the rankings last week and I went with a gut and you you came through man and uh, I'm standing by my ranking. I think you got a solid team and it's showing through. So that's about it. I think that was ever that was all the matchups. You are no longer in the running for the Casper, Nick. Don't let it go to your head but I'm proud of you. All right. You want to get to, uh, let's get on to the next segment. And, uh, you know, as this is the, really the first episode that we're breaking into, into two separate episodes per week. Um, I don't have any drops, but this one deserves a drop. We're calling this waiver wire wonders. And, uh, what that is, is if the waiver wire had a team, how good would this team be? And so this week we, uh, our starting quarterback, Matt Stafford, who dropped 27.6 points. Andy, who's our running backs? So, a uh, little, little doggish on the running backs here. Uh, it Wayne, is early, um, yeah. so most of uh, the starting running backs are still healthy. So, I'd expect, I'd expect to see some higher numbers from these running backs going forward on the waiver wire. Yep, uh, Alex is licking his chops already. He's, he's probably jerking off. He's, to this he's more of a receiver guy. Uh, yeah, you're right. So uh, at the running back position, we got Wayne Gallman coming in at ten point one points. Stud muffin, Wayne Gallman. And wouldn't you know, Baby Bird's fifth round pick last year, Ronald Jones, coming in at nine point three. Maybe you should have spent a fifth rounder on Ronald Jones instead of Sony Michelle. Ooh. All right. So the wide receivers this week we have John Ross the third, and I did he have three touchdowns? Uh, I think just two. Just two. Just that's two. a bummer. He only had twenty seven point eight points. And Deshaun Jackson, with a broken finger, coming back, revenge game against the Redskins, taking it to him, second half, 27.4 points. And at tight end, we're starting the Lions, TJ Hawkinson, in his first ever start, coming in at 19.1. I freaking love that Stafford uh, Hawkinson stack that the waiver wire put up this week. I mean, just just a real solid duo right there. I saw a, uh, a tweet that... TJ Hawkinson's, I don't remember what it was, 100 and something receiving yards, was the highest by any tight end in his first game in the NFL, period. Wow. There's some good tight ends out there. He had the highest uh, receiving yards by any of them in his in his first game. 
I also saw something where I think he scored like more fantasy points than Eric Ebron through his first four games. I think with the Lions. I think you met through his tenure with or the Lions. Tenure. Oh, yeah. that's probably more yeah. accurate. All right, who's who are we flexing? Ooh, about to be uh, released um, or just you know put on the bench because uh, AB's coming to town. But Philip Dorsett, hats off to you, man. Twenty-one and a half points. Wouldn't uh, be surprised if the Patriots traded him to the Steelers for like a second or third round pick after this. That would be hilarious. That would make my life. Steelers um, dropping AB to get Philip Dorsett. For a thick a third round pick, for sure. Mark it in, pencil it in. And for the defense, we're running with the 49ers, which thanks to Jameis Winston, my quarterback, scored 28 points. Love it, fellas. Love also, it. fun fact about the 49ers, they had two interceptions for the entire year of 2018. They had two pick sixes yesterday and another interception. Thank you, Jameis. Thank you. And uh, to wrap it all up, uh, the kicker um, in a uh, sending it to overtime, unfortunately, with the uh, Lions. Uh, Zane Gonzalez with 14 points. So, be honest, did you have to look up who the fuck Zane Gonzalez oh, was? Oh, I 100% did. While yeah. you were t- rambling about the 49ers, I totally looked up Zane yeah, Gonzalez. I was like, okay, this kicker is the highest one on waivers. I have no fucking clue who he plays for. Anyways, if you total all those numbers up, you get 184.8. That's a lot of points. It's better than anyone this week. But it's the second best week in league history, behind only myself at 186.8 in 2014 versus Andy. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. We need to get a drop for this as well. All right, ready? I'm going to hit it now. Breaking news. DeAndre Hopkins, 17-yard touchdown catch from Deshaun Watson. Nick you are officially in front. Kremko? Yep, Kremko is in front by two and a half points. Nick, we did it. Well, I didn't, but I was referencing the Antonio Brown commercial from a couple of years ago. So you did it, but in sake of the commercial, we did it. Again, not me, yeah. just you. That Hopkins-Thomas stack is scary. In a high-scoring game, that's scary. If his running backs pan out, uh-oh. Yeah, big time. Okay. All right. I uh, just wanted to provide that breaking news. Uh, Glass, sorry your 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 lead was short-lived tonight. Yeah. Well, Nick, Glass, you, uh, I mean, sorry, Jeep Creep 69, you gave it your best bet in the first uh, first week of your Houghton Connection Fantasy Football League career. Um, and honestly, much like Kyler Murray, granted they tied and, you know, you lost, but much like him, I see a, I see a future for you here. So, Congrats on having a future, at least. Keep even plugging though, away, man. Even though you you lost this week. All right. Another thing we need to drop for is Let's Talk Dynasty. So uh, let's go uh, Kyle versus Baby Bird. And so, uh, Kyle, last week on this very podcast, in this very segment, we talked about how bad your running back options are. And although your team went off, your running backs combined for 6.1 points. You, you might want to get that checked out. But congrats on beating the Baby Bird this week. Yeah, actually, 2-0 and versus Baby Bird this week. So um, that's pretty impressive. That is. You know, never let him live that down. I'm um, pretty sure he talks a lot of shit about you. I don't think he respects you as a fantasy player, fantasy owner, a human being, a man. Um, just, you know, really rub that one in. If you want to jump on uh, whenever you play him again, because you will this year, if you want to jump on that podcast and talk shit, you know where we are. 
You know the number to dial. All right. Let's talk about Andy and Pat, the two newcomers. They uh, they both showed up. They both put up a fight. But Andy, he crushed Pat. You want to talk about yourself a little bit? Yeah, I feel pretty good. Um, you know, the Aaron Jones on Thursday night, I was shaking in my boots a bit. But, uh, yeah, Dalvin Cook came through nicely. And what do you know, Derrick Henry, when he's on your team and he scores 28 fantasy points, that's a great feeling. That's Shout out Joe feeling. Jordan for drafting that team for you. I uh, I thank you, Joe Jordan, and I thank you for getting the last pick to ensure Josh Jacobs is also starting in my flex. So. Also, the baby uh, the baby is due any time for Joe. Yeah, and uh, didn't feel great that uh, the Lizard King was on my bench, Sammy Watkins, with 42 points, but we're going to get over that. And, uh, yeah, we'll come back next week. It'll be good. All good right. try, Pat. Myself and Sam, uh, I won, as I knew I would, but... Uh, Without a kicker, and with uh, booty scooting Cam Newton, be more like booty pooping Cam Newton, and he scored less than five, I still just kind of destroyed Sam, and I can only say imagine what this team will look like if and when Melvin Gordon the third ever comes back. I'd rather not think about those days, so let's just move right along. To the little frohlein and Nicholas, the creamed cow. So, uh... Nick uh, Nick Hat didn't have the same kind of luck that he just did with uh, DeAndre Hopkins in this league. Yeah, who saw that coming? Alex actually won something. Yeah, the the whole um, Todd Gurley and Joe Mixon seemed really nice last year, and then week one this year, yikes, yikes, big yikes, yikes. We'll see how that pans out, but uh, but yeah. All right, uh, that's all the dynasty talk, and. Uh, I don't think we had any peeps from the peanut gallery, did we? No. Let's, we had, uh, let's we tra- had one. Um, who Somebody typed something. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. It was Alex. And I think he was like high or drunk when he was typing it. Maybe he smelled too many fish fumes. It didn't make any sense to me. Um, he wanted us to talk about the I'll, best I'll pull worst up. week or something. He goes, can we get a peep for this week's talk show on highest and lowest scoring teams to league the regular to lead the regular season. And so I responded, so average regular season scores. And Alex said, I nothing, I said, nothing are you response. talking all time? And he said, well, since how we're in a new year, let's focus on this year. So I don't fully understand the peep, but um, I guess this week we said, I think Benson had the highest score, right? Yep. And, and I or Sam, I don't know which one had the lowest score, so... Uh, that was our focusing on it. There you have it. Your peep is answered. Maybe be a little bit more specific next yeah. time, Alex. So we we love the questions, but uh, let's get better questions. All right. Uh, we got time for one last segment here, Ryan. And now we have a letter to a league mate. Much like Wisconsin once lost three straight Rose Bowls, Sam Richards gets the third straight letter to a league mate. His draft? Bad. His team? Bad. His season? Bad. I can only imagine... Ryan, excuse me. Excuse me. Just stop. I've got this one. (sighs) Ryan, honey, you spend all this time doing fantasy football. All fall is all I hear about. You even talked about it on our honeymoon. I listened to you record this podcast and talk about players and teams and points and blah, blah, blah. 
I thought you were at least good at it. You said your Casper was a fluke, that you actually won the championship before and are one of the best teams on the league. You said you always beat Andy in week one. You're not supposed to lie to your wife. Your team is pathetic. You really thought Jameis Winston was a good play? Devontae Freeman was negative for the majority of the game. He got you one point. One. What were you thinking? Juju Smith-Schuster has a cool name, but is nothing against the Patriots. Literally, the only good player on your team was your kicker, and you wanted to make him worth less points. If you can't be better at this game, then shut up about it. You couldn't even find a defense to get you one single point. Plus, it's not like you have talented players on your bench that went off. Literally, no one on your bench got over four points. I know there's still more damn football tonight. Stop pissing money down the drain at something you are clearly so bad at. Our money is tied together now. I need to keep my eyes on you. You lost to Andy, Ryan. Freaking Andy. You're such a disappointment. Ouch. Alright, instant reaction. That was pre-taped, and I've never heard that, and I never had to try so hard in my life not to burst out laughing into the microphone. Yeah, I muted both of our mics for that. Um, Holy shit, that was impressive. That was an impressive self-roast. Seriously. It was not a self-roast. That was my life. Wow. Jess got... Warson, actually. Yeah, Jesse uh, Warson. still freaks me out. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. Wow. That's... uh. We're coming up on the half hour mark, so that's the show for today. Um, as always, I'm the Kamish. And I'm the Waz. And uh, we'll see you guys later this week. Yeah, Andy, so when was your last championship? And uh, probably uh, we'll see you guys Thursday or Friday. We'll yeah. see how it drops. And deuces. <laughs>